0: Kate Middleton's first choice of car reflects
1: her identity, says expert. Reliable. Laza Pippin is a busty bombshell in kinky boots at Art Basel Party, as she is seen for the first time after ex-BFF Kim Kardashian denied chaining her. Real hoot!
0: Colleen Rooney shocks fans with outlandish Christmas tree containing an
1: owl! Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, the podcast that literally spikes the eggnog of showbiz journalism and parties on long into the night, but only, and I want to make this very clear, while strictly following all guidance. I'm Chris Beckett and joining me as ever is Matt Withers.
0: Hello there Chris, another topical reference to the politics there.
1: Yeah, it's good the way we're we're subtly bringing these in. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I
1: I fear that for people in years to come,
0: going back through our archives will not recall the particular political story that you're referring to here.
1: But uh, hey ho. Yeah, well, it might even be, you know, like a, a treasure trove for people. You know, <laughs> where historians, were you when historians of the future will plough through barely Container. It's, it's a time. It's a time capsule, uh, and in that in that spirit. Um, I understand that you've got a, a thrilling story um, involving a member of the royal family and her automobile. Correct, Chris. This
0: is from the pages of the express.co.uk. It's by Asfa Saxena, and it's headlined, oh, yeah. Kate Middleton's first choice of car reflects her identity, says expert. Reliable. What? Like a, a Robin? Robin Reliant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she her around in a Robin Reliant
1: like Del Boy and Rodders. It's, it's not what I was expecting from uh, from Kate, but you know, fair play to her. It begins. Kate
0: Middleton's first car is a perfect reflection of the Duchess's identity, a
1: car expert has said. Oh, it's good that they've got a proper a proper expert
0: in a car, a car expert. Kate Middleton's first car is a perfect reflection of the Duchess's identity, a car expert has said. Uh, I mean, that, that's twice. <laughs> According to reports, the Duchess drove a Volkswagen Golf when she first met Prince William in 2005. Okay, The car was later sold by her brother James for just
1: £1,400. But but what was the the going rate at the time? Well, this is it. Consult your Parker's guide.
0: (laughs) The Duchess of Cambridge now drives an Audi R8 supercar, which has
1: been dubbed as an ideal motor for royal duties. I mean, it's, it's, it's ideal. The amount of waving that you can do in an Audi R8 compared to other supercars, it does, doesn't bear thinking about.
0: Yeah, um, the, the, the source um, isn't stated. That would be flagged up if it was on Wikipedia, but uh, the Express has no need. No. It's now being said that her car choice reflects her as a person and inspired her and Williams' car purchases later down the line. Right. <laughs> right. This is where we find out who the car expert is, who is able to make sweeping generalizations about the personality of uh, the future king's consort. Louis Ricks, COO and co-founder of car finance platform Car Finance 247, or 24-7 presumably,
1: commented mm-hmm. on the Duchess's choice. Oh, it's good that they just, you know, Gently, gently nudge that bit of information in there. <laughs> he said,
0: respectable and reliable are two words to describe a VW Golf. Some may say this reflects the Duchess of Cambridge. Her mm. VW Golf Mark IV was valued at around 10k in 2001, but Kate may have been won over by its safety and comfort that renders it perfect as a first car, but also getting from A to B at university.
1: (laughs) Renders it perfect as (laughs) a first car. I mean, what else could you say about the VW Golf? Is it a bit boxy? I mean, is that something that you would really want to be applied to? to Yeah, she's not. She's not a bit boxy. No, exactly. She's a fine Mm. figure of a woman. Yeah.
0: Kate owned her blue Volkswagen Golf with a 1.4 litre
1: petrol model, for over half a decade, loyal, loyal as well as, as well as reliable and respectable. She's loyal to her lot, brand. Reliable, loyal, uh, not not boxy, not not boxy. Good, good, good. Roomy, roomy in the back. <laughs> the car
0: she first purchased in November two thousand and one was later valued at thirty thousand pounds by an auctioneer, purely due to Middleton's name being on the vehicle's logbook. Oh.
1: Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put that on my logbook. <laughs> you can just put it on scroll there. it on. <laughs> the vehicle, which she depended on
0: to get her to and from university in London, was also driven by the Duke, as Prince William was previously spotted driving the car when they were dating back in 2005.
1: Oh, I hope he was on the insurance. I
0: was about to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> Uh, there is a there is a picture here, which uh, well, no, this this is obviously a, a much later picture of him driving a car because there's two young royals in the back or one mm-hmm. young royal. And I have no idea who that other person is, actually. It looks a bit
1: more spacious than a VW Golf as well.
0: A little bit more. You know, the, the, they're a family now. It's uh, you know, they have got to you've got to take these uh, these things into account. Mm-hmm. He continued. Kate moved on to an Audi A3 after graduating, but has now upgraded to the royal family's fleet of Land Rovers, a seemingly natural progression for a mum with a young family. It's, it's, just, it's
1: just natural. I mean, I look forward to, in years to come, my wife progressing on to a fleet of Land Rovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know where you'd them, Chris. It's, there's not that much room on your street. There, there's not. There's not, you know, permit hell. <laughs>
0: Explaining how Kate moved on to a newer vehicle, Louis added, However, Kate's historic interest in Audi (laughs) has evidently inspired the royal couple's car purchases. They now own the only non-British car in the entire royal fleet, an Audi R8 supercar. Yeah, I mean, I didn't Kate do her dissertation on, uh, on Audi? Yes, yeah, she did. Audi. She did. Um, she spent a lot of time in Ingolstadt, Audi's, <laughs> uh, Audi's base. Because famously, when she did Celebrity Mastermind, that was her specialist subject.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but unfortunately, she was beaten by Sean Walsh. Oh, tough times. <laughs> Super fast and with great handling... It offers an unparalleled driving experience that's ideal for cruising in after a long day of royal duties.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's, uh, you know, that's on the the Audi brochure.
0: I mean, the suggestion there that she she what that she goes needs like car cruises. You know, it's, it's this thing where all all these young people in their suits up cars with lowered
1: suspensions meet up and rev their engines. She's. I mean. Yeah, I mean, she'd maybe past part of some sort of Fast and the Furious type <laughs> set. Yeah,
0: oh, One would imagine so. It comes after it was reported Kate's childhood home has soared in its price and is now worth 21 times more than its original value. Kate's parents, Carol and Michael Middleton, bought the property for £34,700 in 1979 and now the property is worth £748,000. Well, that's <laughs> I mean,
1: that that's time and interest rates for... Yeah,
0: it is. I'm yeah. not sure that that's having Middleton on the, the deeds of the House and just the fact that in the intervening 42 years, <laughs> House prices have, uh, have famously rocketed. Uh, would you be interested in some comments? Yeah. Um, don't do politics, says, if money was no object, we would all have a better car, greener and more economical. Uh, fair, world- fair enough,
1: I might even give that one a like.
0: World Watcher says, I would prefer that the Royal Family set an example and only purchase and drive British marks So, at the least, cars manufactured in the UK. Buying and driving around in German manufactured right cars does not assist British VAR engineering, it says, uh, referring to the, the, the video assistant referees, uh, <laughs> the design and manufacturing. Uh, Roger the cabin boy replies to that and says, unfortunately, the RF can't help it no English blood in the RF, and rubs off on the outsiders when they are welcomed into the fold. We don't need that sort of comment, Roger. Um, uh, And then then there's a conversation that goes on about eugenics, which I think it's probably best to uh, gloss over. G-Time says, well, she's so glamorous now when she dresses up, so she needs something more sparkly that says gorgeous. And you're saying a VW Golf doesn't say that, (laughs) G-Time? Um, and finally, uh, Snell says, wish the British taxpayer would buy me a supercar. I should have married for money like all the royal farts.
1: <laughs> what, a, what a cynical... <laughs> oh, dear, Snell, come on.
0: If You he, he, he should have watched, there was um, a biopic about the early days of uh, Will's and Kate's relationship on Channel 5 a few years back. It made it very clear this was all about the love. Exactly, exactly. Chris, I believe you're looking at the Mail Online now, and it's one of those stories where I think I'm going to be saying who
1: quite a lot. Uh, yes, indeed. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that really drew me to it, <laughs> if I'm honest. And this is by uh, Samir Suri for DailyMail.com. Headline: Suri, tell me a story about people that I have no idea who they are. <laughs> Coming right up, Matt. <laughs> Laza Pippin is a busty bombshell in kinky boots at Art Basel party, as she is seen for the first time after ex BFF Kim Kardashian denied shading her. Okay, uh, well, firstly, I'd say, is it
0: Basel or is it Basel like the Swiss, uh, the Swiss city? Ooh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I should have done more research on this. Really, you really, you really should. And it, it should, in a in an evergreen comment for this uh, this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, do we have a standard line <laughs> um and, and larsa pippin well i know she's a, a busty bombshell because it says so in the headline uh, i have no idea
1: who she is well i'm sure that uh, Samira samir is gonna you know shed some light for you larsa pippin was a sizzling sensation as she attended an art basil party in miami beach this friday night the 47-year-old slipped into a busty white peekaboo cocktail dress that emphasized her hourglass figure at the Playboy X Big Bunny party at Casatua. Oh, my word. Right. I would say if she's
0: described as having a white peekaboo cocktail dress. I would say the only item of clothing that should have peekaboo in the name, it should be for toddlers.
1: Mm, yeah, I'd go along with that. Hours earlier, her former close friend Kim Kardashian denied taking a veiled swipe at Larsa with an Instagram caption. Kim pouted up a storm in a selfie and wrote underneath it, they can steal your recipe, but the sauce won't taste the same. Ooh, that's that's quite burn, isn't it? Yeah. Commentators gushed that she was being savage and wrote, oop, the shade go off, bay." with some regarding the caption a dig at, as a dig at Larsa.
0: This is at the point where it increasingly doesn't resemble English for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the things, as I said, that drew me to this story was I was kind of thinking of it, you know, when you throw a, throw a stick for a dog, but you don't actually throw the stick. You kind of mime to do it, and the dog kind of looks at you slightly confused with a slightly confused expression, not knowing where the stick is or why you've fooled them. That's how I imagine your expression is when you, when you read sentences like the last one. I, I kind of
0: feel when I see these stories on Mail Online and it's about somebody called Larsa Pippin pouting up a storm and <laughs> writing a comment on an Instagram post saying, oop, the shade go off, bay." When Paul Dacre reads this, has he got any idea what any of these words mean in his publication? Sure, he's, he's absolutely, absolutely on top of it. <laughs> Could you imagine in mail conference, Paul Baker saying, Oop, the shade go off, babe?
1: <laughs> Word. <clears throat> one commentator, however, was less impressed by Kim and quipped, You stole the look of a Latina with a crying, laughing emoji. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Days earlier, a trailer dropped for the Real Housewives of Miami reboot, and Laza, one of the stars of the show, was accused in it of trying to ape Kim. Right, so
0: I didn't know there was a reboot of The Real Housewives of Miami because I had no idea that it was <laughs> A Real Housewives of Miami and, and that it was considered so iconic enough that somebody has now taken that intellectual property and rebooted
1: it. Yeah, original. Adriana de Mora slated Laza you left this group of women after season one. Come back with a butt as big as Kim Kardashian's trying to become the new Kim Kardashian, which you're never going to be. What? However, <laughs> admit this amid the speculation that Kim was having a go at Laza with her Instagram caption. She fired up her Twitter to deny as much.
0: She fired up her Twitter?
1: Yeah, well, she, she clicked on the app. She's obviously got very old school, old school version of the app. She's not been updating. Yeah, she's got a really, really old phone, which you've got.
0: You've got to crank up like those old, um, those old radios that were self-powered.
1: Exactly. It's a rotary, the rotary dial. No shade throwing. I don't do subs. I want everyone to win. I just had a good caption. Lol, Kim wrote in response to a fan tweet. Right, so she doesn't do
0: subs. Um, something that Gareth Southgate got a lot of criticism for during the last Euros.
1: Well, yeah, especially, you know, if you do subs, you know, spread them out a bit. <laughs> Don't just bring them on for penalties. Kim, who filed for divorce from her third husband, Kanye West, in February, used to be close friends with Laza, who is herself the estranged wife of Scotty Pippin. Oh, for God's sake.
0: I don't read them but I believe that in these George R R Martin books they actually have like enormous family trees at the start of it so you can go back and work out who's who and who they're related to I feel that every single one of the articles about these people needs to have a link through to a family tree so you can see who's who
1: mm. And this Scotty Pippin, is this the former basketball player oh one would assume so yeah mm. interesting <laughs> Anyway <laughs> During his infamous Twitter tirades last year, attacking Kim and her family, Kanye at one point mysteriously tweeted and then deleted Laza. It's like a single word. It could, this could be, be like a murder mystery. <laughs> the friendship between Kim and Laza has come to an end. And last November, Laza blamed Kanye for the rupture. While appearing on the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt, she claimed Kanye would ring her up in the small hours of the morning and rant. Larsa then theorized that after she got drained and blocked him on my phone, the upset rapper turned his wife against her. Not that I want to, you know, pour scorn on Laza, but theorized. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's the verb. <laughs> She also denied dating Tristan Thompson after he took up with Chloe Kardashian, but confessed that she was kind of was seeing Tristan before Chloe. And it's nice just to, in the very last paragraph of the story, just completely
0: throw another random name in there who's not been mentioned in any of the previous
1: 30. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's a great tale.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have literally no idea what we've just read there.
1: Anyway, maybe we should end on a bit of a Christmassy note. What say you?
0: Yes, I absolutely agree, which is why I am turning to a story on The Sun Online. It's by Shan Ali and it's headlined, Real Hoot! Colleen Rooney shocks fans with outlandish Christmas tree containing an owl. And The owl <laughs> is capped up. That's why I said it loud. Yeah. Let's go. Christmas will be a real hoot in the Rooney household, as wife Colleen has put up an owl-themed tree. Uh, very proud of that real hoot uh, gag. Yeah, they used I was going to say, so
1: good they used it, scrolls down, about three
0: times. The mum of four, 35, took to Instagram to reveal the festive display in a Cheshire mansion today. Colleen enlisted the help of interior designers to put together the stunning tree, which featured white and silver fur and frosted pine cones. Uh, Do you
1: really need interior designers to help you? (laughs) A Christmas tree?
0: (laughs) You get interior designers in front of a Christmas tree, you really have far too much money. Mm. The tree, which appears to be in Cole's lounge, is adorned with oversized silver baubles and oversized bows.
1: I mean, Cole... Is, is that is that acceptable? Is that I've, what we call her now?
0: I've never heard her referred to
1: as Cole. Um, Cole sounds like a kind of mate of your dad's, doesn't it? Yeah. It also feels a bit that you know perhaps the sun kind of angling for you know sometime down the line when they when they've got a really short space to put right a headline about yeah. the Roonies.
0: Yeah, they can just bring it down to Cole. Yeah. It also feared unusual decorations in the shape of an owl, which is placed at the top of the tree. Right. So we know that the owl is a big part of this story because um, it was capped up in the headline. Yeah. And it, and it said that it shocked fans. Yeah. So we're, we're getting into the meat of this now. So presumably you'd think we're going to hear a lot about this owl and the reaction of the fans to it. You, you would you would think
1: you, we've established that, yeah.
0: Yeah, never mentioned again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so it
0: goes on. So that's your that's your one mention of this owl. It goes mm. on. Colleen's festive decorations comes after she was spotted cozying up to husband Wayne on a rare night out together after a romantic spa weekend. It's not really a rare night out
1: together, is it? <laughs> I mean, I imagine it really isn't.
0: Um. I mean, I've no idea. I'm not party to um, the the Rooney's shared calendar. The mother of four... Rare night
1: out that our photographers were in the area.
0: (laughs) Well, quite, quite. The couple was spotted on the red carpet for the world premiere of Robbo, the Brian Robson story, at Home Cinema in Manchester last month. Mm -hmm. The mother of four looks stunning in a black jumpsuit, which she paired with shiny gold heels, large gold hoop earrings and a black leather bag. Meanwhile, hubby and former footballer Wayne looks suave in a black suit and tie over a white shirt, completing his look with black shoes. (laughs) Sounds very much like a standard suit and tie. Yeah, he's wearing a suit and tie, basically. Black tie. (laughs) The couple were all smiles for their photographs as they were joined on the red carpet by football star Harry Maguire and his partner Fern Hawkins. Colleen and Wayne looked lovingly towards each other, and Beam smiles towards the cameras before heading inside to watch the film. And then the it, owl goes, doing? it goes on and, on and on and on and on. And there's not a single mention of the owl.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm
0: disappointed. There's not even any comments.
1: Yeah, because I, I reckon, you know, maybe they've taken them down. Yeah, because, because there were people saying, "What? Where's the owl, guys? Yeah. Come on, come on, guys! You promised us promised us an owl, and, yeah. and
0: and fans stunned reaction, shocked indeed reaction to it. You can't
1: just dangle a you know a bird of prey. <laughs> <laughs> just pull it away. Yeah. and there we are. Yeah. Oh
0: well, kind of festive anyway. Yeah, it was a nice. Uh, it was a nice kind of Christmassy type type tale. Um, But if you want more um, uh, festive, I'm just dropping you on this because I didn't let you know. If you want more festive um, news, in a couple of weeks' time, we'll have our Christmas Spectacular. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Are you up for that? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But in the interim, Chris, um, how can people engage with us on the old socials? If they they wish to fire up their Twitter, like Larsa Pippin?
1: Yeah, well, if you want to fire your Twitter up, I would go to, as a, as a very first port of call, go to air at barely underscore pod, um, where you will find all sorts related to this podcast and previous episodes and clips. Uh, similarly, if you go to Facebook uh, or Meta, I mean, it's still Facebook, isn't it? I think you can go to barely contain the podcast and get similar, similar stuff. You can indeed. And, and while, you're, while you've got your uh, internet open
0: in front of you, uh, why not subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice, uh, which is liable to be the one you're currently listening to this on. Uh, give us a little review, five stars, please. Get us in front of uh, more pairs of lug holes. Um, and, you know, just broadly, get the word out there about Barely Contained. Tell your friends, tell your haters like Larsa Pippin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think at the moment we're kind of in in kind of podcast circles. We're we're sort of we're a bit like a VW Golf, but yeah, but we want to be an Audi R8 supercar.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're we're reliable, but we want to go cruising. Exactly. Uh, I'm off to go cruising now,
1: Chris. Um, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, won't we? We will indeed. Yeah, um, very good uh, as ever, Matt. And um, yeah, to everyone else, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.